two, three, four, five, fish all day and make up lies. Welcome to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys fishing show, with the real estate conk, Michael Marinelli. Here I am, in the south of Bride, up to my waist, just wasting time. Hello and welcome to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show. I'm Michael Marinelli and I'm your host and uh, will be throughout the uh, uh, duration of our show. I thank you so much for joining us. We are broadcasting here out of Heartbreakers Brewhouse here in Isla Mirada, mile marker 81, here in the fabulous Florida Keys. And I'm so glad that you could join us. Um, you might see the headphones on here. We're broadcasting in both audio and video that you can see us uh, on our Facebook that we're going to be broadcasting this on video. You can always go to A1A, RadioA1A.com and download our custom app. We also are broadcasting on uh, A1A Media on YouTube and we're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and possibly soon Pandora. So we're going to be coming up. And we also do, um, it's TV... A1A. TV A1A as well. So we're, we're ironing out the kinks here. Uh, I'm Michael Marinelli. I've been a part of the co-host of the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys Live here on Radio A1A for about the last, what, two years that we've been doing this show. And now we wanted to put together a fishing show because in my business as a real estate agent here in the Florida Keys, one of the most popular things that we have here in selling real estate is our water. Everything in the Florida Keys revolves around our aquatic sports, our aquatic industry, and most importantly, fishing. In fact, as I was just discussing with some folks here, when I first start working with buyers, the first thing I talk to them isn't about the house. It's about what do you like to do on the water? Do you like to fish? Do you like to dive? What type of fishing do you like? Do you like backcountry or do you like being out on the ocean or the reefs? This is all what was critically important, sometimes even more so than the property. So we've had so many times where I've sold a property and folks are going, hey, Michael, I got this great property. Now where do I go fish? So I wanted to put together a forum, which is what we're doing with Harry. And I sat down and said, hey, why don't we put this together? And I wanted to do this where it was more of a fishing show, as I call it, the fishing show for the average Joe. You know, there's a lot of great shows out there. Um, you know, I watch them all from George Provoromo to uh, the guys that are out on the blue that, you know, those are great professional. But I wanted to kind of get a, a hands-on everyday guy who's out on the water, what to expect, where to go, kind of what bait to use, and, you know, what some of the fishing captains are saying and what's going on real time. And what I wanted to do is bring on two guys especially that I really value their input because they're guys that are in the trenches day by day and know what's going on. One of them, uh, Heiko Winkler from the South Florida Fishing Channel on yep. YouTube, uh, I, f I found... Heiko's channel about, oh, maybe about a year, year and a half ago, I had some solar surgery and I couldn't do any fishing. I couldn't get out of bed. And I came across your station and I absolutely loved it. Uh, Thank you. Your energy is just palpable when you get out there. It, what I love about it is you show things just as it is to be out on the water. There's great mm -hmm. fishing shows, but you feel like you're really on your boat and your enthusiasm, the fact that you show a lot of fails 
as well, which is we all know anybody who's been on the water, especially me, I usually have more fails than I do actually yep. catches. That gives it a real great appeal, and I, I value so much of what you've been able to bring in, in a forum that you've been able to do it, and I've just watched your subscriber base just explode, and I think that's a testament to what you've been able to uh, put together. I'd like to talk to you further about that, but I also wanted to introduce uh, Phil Stanley. Yeah, that's me. And you are events coordinator for... Worldwide sportsman down uh-huh. here, but that's also known as in the rest of the country. That's a Bass Pro Shop. It's a Bass yeah. Pro Shop. So this is their little piece of paradise down in the south. Right. And so uh, has a wonderful marina with about twenty to thirty captains. I'd say going out of it that are on the water every day that I work with on a day to day basis, filming everything that goes on back there. Usually at some point. Very fortunately for someone with a saltwater fishing affliction like myself. Right. Um, I think all three of us, there there four of us actually, here at this table. It's a real real bad disease. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to uh, to be there to do that. Sure. We put on seminars. We're starting to put on tournaments. Okay. Um, So, yeah, it's it's becoming just an epicenter of saltwater angling knowledge. Right. Which is -hmm. is fantastic that you offer this type of forum. And like I say, you yourself are... A fishing at, at four days a week addict that you like, like getting yeah. on there at first. Heiko, how hmm. did you start the idea to put this channel together? Um, ooh, how did I start the? I think that my friends just were all. I was living in the Keys, and that was kind of unheard of with my friends. It was more of a vacation spot, and then I moved down here, and I always had so many stories. We caught a big ten foot shark, and about one and a half feet of water once and no one no one believed me so i was like you know what i'm gonna start filming what i do and put it out there and see what happens right you were in the lower keys originally correct and yeah up to the off, upper keys off geiger key mom marker 10 okay. and did about a year close to a year there and then i came up to key largo so i was a little closer to the miami and can fly out of there a little easier sure sure and tell me about what kind of boat you have it's a 236cc Key Largo. It's a center console, deep V-hole. Uh, yeah, it just seemed like the perfect boat for me, 23 foot, so I can manage it by sure. myself, and it can also hold four or five people pretty right. comfortably. Right, because I've, I've seen where you've had a lot of people on board, and sometimes yep. when it's just yourself, and you've got enough horsepower to get out to the Isla Marana Humps. So if you folks are familiar, the Isla Marana Humps are, what would you say, about 15, 20 miles offshore? Yep, and. Yep. I've gone all the way out to Floyd's Wall, which is oh, close wow. to 32, 35 miles out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's prime, what, dolphin? Uh, swordfish. Swordfish. Okay, you're going yeah. swordfish. That's right. I know yeah. the humps, we get a lot of dolphin tuna, but out that way, mm-hmm. you're looking at swordfish. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's a great size boat. My boat is a 22-foot. I have a 22 Actually, I have two boats. I have a 22-foot angler with about 200 horsepower on the back. And same thing. It gets you mm-hmm. far, farther enough, but it's not so big that I can't take it out on my own mm-hmm. really easily, especially if you're sometimes trailering it. That's where it gets <laughs> yeah. a re- real thing. When it's docked at the boat, it's easy. You put the keys in and you go. Mm-hmm. But when you have to trailer it, you know, a certain size boat gets a little bit more manageable oh, yeah. than another one. Yeah, I always wish when I have like five people on my boat, I'm always like, I wish I had a 26, 28-foot boat. But then when I'm trailering it, I'm like, I'm so happy it's not that big. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I think for the recreational angler, I think probably the if you were to take the best size boat, it's probably about 25 with two engines on the back. Depends on where you're going. Well, it depends. Yeah, yeah, if you're a flats guy, obviously. Yeah. You if know, you're in the back good. country, yeah. you know, the, the name of the game is the distance between waves. Right. And I can say that with my boat, for all you budgeted people out there <laughs> like myself, um, you know, I'm in a 13-foot whaler. Okay. You know, not an old good one. Boat. The new good one. Boat. Great yeah. boat. Um, now, what happens yeah. when you have a shorter boat 
and you have the distance between waves. <laughs> now, that is fiberglass and stainless steel that's tougher right. than you are. Yes, it is. And so up over one, bam, into the next. Up over one, bam, into the next. The money melon for a boat size, I find... Especially if you're going to be down here, you're going to start looking at 17 feet. Right. That's, that's, that's right. the magic number. If you can get to 22 or 23, right. that's when you start playing the game between manageability and being big enough to, say, at, at least go out to the reef further on a calm day. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference. My other mm-hmm. boat is an 18-footer. Yeah. And that makes it real nice to get mm-hmm. in the back area. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it's also a smaller V-hole, but it's a lot more manageable no, for, for being in the back area. So uh, you know, those are all aspects. but. Like I said, so you, you decided to put the channel together, and your your viewership has just exploded. Um, yep, right now I'm doing about 50 to 100 new subscribers a day, wonderful. which wow. is great. Mm-hmm. That's great. How many yeah. videos have you put together so far? Ooh, I think 120, wow. about then. And most of them are between 20 to 45 minutes long. Right. So, yeah, I've been putting a lot of work into it. No doubt. How long does it take you to put uh, an episode together? So, on average, it used to take me about eight hours to put a video together, but mm-hmm. I've got it down to about five to six hours. Wow. Because I kind of have, like, the blueprint out. Sure. And it's more import the footage and get it in there, but everything else is pretty, uh, it flows pretty nicely now. Well, you do a phenomenal job. And like I said, I've seen a lot, there's a lot of folks who are doing the fishing videos. And what, what I love about yours is it's not just a fishing video. A key important thing of what you do is... I wake up in the morning and make my coffee. You make up your <laughs> coffee, gets up, and then you also fillet it and you cook it. Oh, yeah, the, the catch and, and cook. That's, I mean, that was one of the things my wife fell in love with is watching you as well. Although she's, frankly, I'm really lucky, and Harry's going to show a couple pictures of my wife. I'm one of the luckiest guys in the world because my wife actually loves fishing more than I do, well, nice. which is pretty scary. It's a, f- a funny story. Can... You've been replaced now. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, funny, funny thing is my, my father-in-law is a doctor. Uh-huh. And he used to work when they were, they were kids. They had four kids, and he worked all the time, and he had one day off. Uh-huh. And when he had that day off, he wanted to go fishing. So guess what, kids? Like it or not, you're coming out fishing to uh-huh. Card Sound Bridge at midnight because he yeah. liked, liked, liked fishing. Back in mm-hmm. Card Sound Bridge, you used mm-hmm. to have a catwalk underneath it. Yeah, absolutely. Back in the old days. And it was, she had a choice. is either learn to love it or be bored out yeah, of her yeah, tears. Yeah, her yeah. three siblings ended up being bored, but she found out and taught, got from her dad, how do you fish? And ever since then, she's been a little girl. She loves loves to fish. So yeah. um, when I found your channel after, like I said, I was up with an injury, she started watching and go, oh, this guy's fun. It's cool. And she goes, oh, he cooks too. Yep. So, you know, I think that's a great aspect of what you do is you show, okay, great. I got this great fish or these type of great fish. You're filleting it. But then also how you cook it. What are you going to do with this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a great aspect of what you do with your show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think something that makes my show different is a lot of people, they, they're like, oh, you're not catching big fish all the time or something. But like for me, it's more about the whole experience about you know whether I catch fish or not and then taking it home and preparing it. Right. And it's definitely uh, a lot different than something you might see on like a sports channel sure. when it comes to fishing, mm-hmm. something like that. Which is what I, what I wanted to put in, because that's your average person. Uh, I think your average person, like me, I personally like to reef fish. I'm not someone, because my wife doesn't like going way out far, and I love having her on board. So we don't really go out to the dolphin area that often. What mm-hmm. we like to do is stick right in the reef, pretty much 90 to 20 feet, that yeah. range. And those are the type of fish we catch. They're not huge, they're, yeah. although there can be some great groupers, but we catch a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And what I like to target is only things I'm going to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I like to limit out as much as possible yeah. if I'm going to get what I what I want to eat, and uh, you know that's one of the fun things. Okay, great, you've got these great tasty fish. Whether it is a mackerel or you know, hopefully God, the gods will bless me a wahoo eventually, mm-hmm. um, or of course our snappers and, and everything in between. That's one of the nice things about you know what you do with your show. Yeah. And uh, well, even on the patries here, you can catch. I've caught one of my biggest mutton snappers in about ten feet of water. Yeah, patries. You, you never know what you're going to catch, mm-hmm. you know, so start, not to sound like Forrest Gump, no, but that, if you want to talk about Florida Keys fishing, oh, that yeah. never, you know, you never know what you're going to catch with every cast. My wife and I went fishing this weekend, and, you know, in, in two and a half hours, we caught, you know, it was nine different species of fish, you know, which is, oh, yeah. I mean, where do you go? Not a lot of places you can go that you're going to have that much variety uh, of fish, but um, we're going to take a break here uh, real quickly. We're going to come back shortly, and actually what we're going to do is we're going to have a video that y'all are going to see that was one of your captains. Yeah, yeah, one Tell of the guys I work with. Okay, so um, we started filming for his channel. Um, he's a sort of, I think, four-generation South Florida Keys guy. And uh, I'm convinced he is a snook. Um, he's one of the best fishermen I've met. He, uh, we went out and did some filming, and it was a slow day. It was the second slow day we had in a row. And what it wound up becoming was, uh, if you're down here in the Keys, how do you take a slow day and make the most of it? How do you get on fish? Mm-hmm. And so uh, we had some tips and some trips. Uh, tips. Tips and some tips. Tips we'll and trips. And yeah, yeah, whatever. We, uh, tips on trips. That's it. And uh, uh, of how to catch um, barracuda okay. on a slow day, and which can be an amazingly acrobatic fish, amazing fighter, um, and they get big, and they're right. fun, and they're beautiful, and just such an underappreciated sport fish. And so uh, we got into plenty of them, and it was just magical. So. And I know you like to use them for bait quite a bit, right? Um, yeah, sometimes. Well, I, I like to use them for yellowtail sometimes. Right. It just depends. I usually let them go, but it just depends on the trip yeah. and what we're trying mm-hmm. to accomplish. Good deal. Good deal. Well, we're going to show that shortly. Again, you are watching and listening to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show, broadcast here in Isla Mirada from the brew house here at Heartbreakers. Join us in back for just a few moments. Hello, this is Michael Marinelli from American Caribbean Real Estate, and today I'm coming to you from Lane Thrift in Key Largo. Your basically one-stop shop for everything that you need, last-minute vests, uh, fishing poles, rods, reels, snorkels, uh, fins, whatever you need, they've got it. Gently seasoned uh, items that you can buy secondhand that are at great, great prices. So instead of maybe going to one of the big stores and dropping a ton of cash, why don't you check out my friends uh, Carolyn and Justin here. They can hook you up with whatever you need. Let me take you inside.
Hello, this is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your Real Estate Conk featured property. Today, spotlighting 125 Venetian Drive in Isla Mirada. Here, you can enjoy the phenomenal Isla Mirada lifestyle in this just-built waterfront home. Everything's new. Three bedrooms upstairs and a separate guest suite downstairs. Exceptional features include stunning granite kitchen, veranda, sumptuous master bath, and a homeowner's park with its rare sandy beach. This is your bucket list opportunity. For more information on this home and other power buys, contact me at 305-439-7730 and visit my award-winning Florida Keys lifestyle blog at therealestatecomp.com The police often question him just because they find him interesting His beard alone has experienced more than a lesser man's entire body His blood smells like cologne he is Michael Marinelli, the real estate con. Now, back to Tight Lines. Hello, and welcome back to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys fishing show, broadcasting here in Isla Mirada from Heartbreakers Brew House. And we're having a great time. Before we left, I was talking to Phil, and we, you were telling mm-hmm. us about a video that you put together uh, regarding barracuda fishing. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be with uh, the infamous Captain Ron Brack from Pirate for Hire oh, Charters. Yeah, oh, he's great, one of the best guides here. And he, uh, I mean, he has been fishing here since he was born sure. I, i'm convinced he is a fish yeah, absolutely. and uh, you'll be able to see his number at the uh beginning and end of that video there and so what that essentially was was two days of slow fishing and we said how do we make a show um and barracuda as we'll probably talk about are a wonderful sport fish highly underrated that's actually quite easy to entice to bite and so if you use artificials on it it is a ball they're very acrobatic and so this is us with topwater plugs um out fishing for barracuda awesome let's Uh take a look this is kuda city and i only learned that by accident and actually to be quite honest with you i saw the guys pulling it you know for tarpon here so i thought well if i can have an afternoon where nobody's sitting here, I can go to that channel and sit there and 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 uh, you know, bait fish. So I sat back there a little ways, put baits out into the channel. Cuda, 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 cuda. I was like, I can't stay here. <laughs> sat out on this point where the fish come around this point here. So this is a very popular tarpon spot, but it's also there's barracuda. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Wicked popular for barracudas too. <clears throat> so we're throwing this pencil popper. It's very large, very noisy uh, plug. We run it at a pretty good pace, just enough where the plug is under control and not spinning and flipping out in the whole nine yards. Here it comes! Here it comes! Don't be missed! Tell me that wasn't awesome! <laughs> Another one with him going, is it something to eat or, or uh, you're going to come home for dinner tonight?
Ta-ta! All right, let's let's do the swim by. I just love the strength at the butt and then that medium action with a quick tip. These rods, I mean, you can spend a lot of money and get a rod that doesn't play out like this rod. With the power here, you know, these are awesome, dude. That's why I use them. It's not because uh, somebody gave them to me or something. These are good rods. And I put them in a rod in the hands of thousands of anglers. Come on, baby. Come on. He likes to swim, swim, swim. But you know, Bill Dance asked me, he says, so Ron, what's a good plug that Worldwide has that will catch barracudas? Hey, Bill. <laughs> I, got, I got the plug, dude. <laughs> Come here, baby. No, no wiggling. Wiggling is over to get it delicious. Hey, Bill. That's the one, baby. Okay. It's again, not a big one, but I had a wonderful time catching it. <laughs> Want the torpedo launch? Ready? A full circle. It's a better fish too. Looks like a good one. You see how violent that attack is, dude. You know, with all those teeth, imagine how that, how, I mean, attacking flesh. You know, just man, they chop fish just so easily. (laughs) 
Come here, big fella. Ooh. Now look at that, completely blended in almost. You almost can't see him, just like a gray ghost. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he did that one too. <laughs> and the lure is getting more and more scarred up. You got to do some repair work here, folks. <laughs> Get these hooks back like that. Oh, damn, they're still super sharp. I've got my Redfish Extreme. A frigate mounted to it. It's a uh, 5,000. And it has... Uh, 15 pound offshore angler. Extreme fishing line. Time most of my clients, about 60-70% of the time, they've only got 10 pound test in their hand with a redfish and a frigate. And I've caught sawfish, sharks, giant stingrays, these big cooters, tarpon and everything on 10 pounds. Had a lady last year catch a about a 60-pound tarpon, maybe 70, on a redfish extreme on a 3,000, 10-pound test. She was 70-something years old. She fought it to completion just with a 30-pound leader. Little tiny little old circle hook. It was so awesome. I was neck, I was so jazzed. Things like that, you know, and the little kids making big catches and just it just makes you so happy, at least me, that's, but that's why I do what I do, because it makes me happy. Wow, that was that was really cool. Oh yeah, you know, barracuda are such a cool fish. They've got this like enigmatic thing. Oh, they're they're amazingly beautiful, and and they're right. they're often overlooked. Sure, but you know, oftentimes when you're fishing, especially if you're live bait fishing. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to show up. Right. And, and oftentimes they're a pest. You want to catch them to get out of the way. But if you go out and you're having a slow day just to target them like we did, right. I, I mean, it, it's a ball. It's an absolute ball. And, you know, going out with Ron, if you're looking for a charter to take yeah, out. Yeah, how can they reach him and go out with him? Yeah, and, uh, so he's with uh, Pirate for Hire Charters. His name's Ron Brack, and it's going to be 305-393-7448. And once again, that number is 305-393-7448 or pirateforhirecharters.com. And he is a born and raised Keys resident and, I mean, just an astounding fisherman. Yeah, you'll have a phenomenal uh -huh. time. Absolutely. He's, he's uh, definitely led you down here. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Well, folks, we'll be coming back very shortly. We're going to talk about where do I go fishing? Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hello, this is Michael Marinelli from American Caribbean Real Estate, and today I'm coming to you from Marine Thrift in Key Largo. You're basically one-stop shop for everything that you need, last-minute vests, uh, fishing poles, rods, reels, snorkels, uh, fins, whatever you need, they've got it. Gently seasoned uh, items that you can buy secondhand that are at great, great prices. So instead of maybe going to one of the big stores and dropping a ton of cash, why don't you check out my friends uh, Carolyn and Justin here. They can hook you up with whatever you need. Let me take you inside. Hello, this is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your Real Estate Conk featured property. Today, spotlighting 125 Venetian Drive in Isla Mirada. Here, you can enjoy the phenomenal Isla Mirada lifestyle in this just-built waterfront home. Everything's new. Three bedrooms upstairs and a separate guest suite downstairs. Exceptional features include stunning granite kitchen, veranda, sumptuous master bath, and a homeowner's park with its rare sandy beach. This is your bucket list opportunity. For more information on this home and other power buys, contact me at 305-439-7730 and visit my award-winning Florida Keys lifestyle blog at therealestatecomp.com. Hello and welcome back to Florida Keys Fishing here at Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show, broadcast from the Heartbreakers Brew House here in Isla Morada. Once again, I'm Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate based here in Isla Morada. I've been practicing real estate here for many, many years, and I love being able to impart our local lifestyle and local knowledge, and especially when it comes to fishing. And you know, one of the biggest questions I get, and I'm sure everybody gets when they come down to the Florida Keys, whether they're going to ask the, uh, the cashier at the CVS, or they're going to ask their bartender, they're going to ask whomever is, hey, where do I go fish? One of the most popular questions and one of the most enigmatic of what are you going to do? And this is one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to Heiko on this because as someone who gets out and goes fishing, how do you decide where you're going to go? What do you decide? And what resources do you use? And I think we both know of a great resource if you're trying to figure a place where to go fish. Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny because um, I always want to have a game plan before I go fishing. Right. And somehow, almost every time my game plan becomes totally the best, I, the I best laid plans of mice and men. I but think those are the best days fishing. Usually, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Happy accidents, as Bob Ross would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy accidents. But um, yeah, I guess the way that I kind of started fishing when I came to Key Largo is it was such a new area for me, and I had my YouTube channel and uh, Florida Fishing Spots reached out to me. And they, they said, would you like to try our maps, um, you know, try out some of our spots? So they sent me a map, and I uploaded it into my Garmin, and it was just lit up with a ton of spots. So I was, like, a little overwhelmed at first, but then I thought, like, you know what? I'm just going to try six or eight spots every time I go out and just kind of bounce around. And that's kind of how I started finding finding spots. Sure. And, uh, yeah, you can get those maps at flfishingspots.com. And I would say it, it really depends what you're trying to fish for and maybe who you're taking fishing. If, mm-hmm. if you're with, a, like, a bigger family, maybe running way offshore for mahi or something is not the best if right. people 
don't want to be in the sun all day sure. versus patchery fishing, and then you can spend a couple hours on the Key Largo sandbar or something right. like that. Um, but yeah, I guess it depends what you're trying to target. Just yesterday, I caught a couple mutton snapper. Yeah. Um, that was actually, I went to a spot from, that I got from Key Largo, uh, or Florida Fishing Spots. Right. And um, then I moved maybe 0.2 miles north of that spot, mm-hmm. and that's where I caught them. So wow. sometimes, you know, not every a spot is great all the time. Sure. You, you always got to kind of bounce around. Like, like any nightclub or like anything, mm-hmm. you know, you, you gauge it, and you're just going to see, you know, what works best. So that mutton, what kind of water were you in, and may I ask what kind of bait you're using? Yeah, so we were in 110 feet of water, Okay, and I was using a butterfly ballyhoo. Okay. On a long leader with, I think, a six or seven ounce weight, and just we're kind of drifting along the bottom. So you were drift fishing. You weren't Yeah, anchored. we were drifting. Okay. Gotcha. And um, uh, we, we, a lot of times I do catch them anchored up, and we mm-hmm. were anchored up before that, and we weren't catching anything. Right. So it's just one of those things you got to feel out the day, feel out what's biting, and then move if they're not. Sure. And what size hook were you using on that? Something like that. I was, uh, what was I using? And leader size. Yeah, leader Wait. size, I was using 40-pound fluorocarbon. Okay. And I was using about 50 feet a liter. Okay, wow. yeah. Well, that's one of the things with <clears throat> muttons, especially, you need to use a long, long leader. That's my understanding, correct? That's that's the word on the street. I right. have caught them on short leaders. Okay. So I think if they're there and they're hungry, they'll, they're going to go for it. They're going to go for it. You know, I've bought I, – I've, I've – Caught quite a few on just, you know, your standard 24-inch leader, which is usually what I use, 18 to 24-inch leader. You know, when they're hungry, they're going to go for it. You mm-hmm. know, there's the techniques that you use, but like you say, it's those happy accidents that you, you know, you don't realize you're going to have, and then boom, all of a sudden something mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere, and uh, you get them. And, you know, we, you were talking about the uh, Florida fishing spots. Uh, I kind of came to them, even before I started watching your show, I, I, I decided, you know what, I, I, I'd gotten top. No, no offense to anybody. I got, there's a variety of different spots. Mm. things that are out there, mm-hmm. and I've tried them and didn't have much success. And I, I came across this one. It looked pretty interesting. I did order their spots, and let me tell you, uh, and you know, I, anybody who I'm going to mention on the show, I only mention because I've had great success with them. I've had great success with their spots. And one of the things I find that's different is it seems like they're really grassroots on captains who utilize those spots. Yeah. It's I almost, think they're put in there by captains. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a real... Production type of Hello, this is my yeah, and, and every spot comes with the depth, uh, what kind of bait they right. use, and what kind of fish they catch there, and the chumming nighttime fishing. There's great yeah. explanations, which was really cool. They have even a little, uh, you know, dossier of, of how to fish in the Florida Keys. It mm-hmm. plugged right into my Garmin. No mm-hmm. extra fuss. Uh, you can even see it on. There's a plug-in for Google Maps. So it yeah. does an overlay. So, I mean, I've been super, super happy. And let me tell you, every spot that I've gone to with them has produced and produced really well. The one, the spot my wife and I went to this weekend, uh, same thing. You know, we hit four grouper right off the bat within like 15 minutes mm-hmm. of being there. So, you know, we, we've been really, really happy. And I'm, I'm happy that they're going to be, uh, you know, joining us in, in this journey mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, putting together a great fishing you know, synopsis and, and show and, and giving some people some great insight. Because that's one of the tough things. Listen, when you have a boat. And you're putting the gas, and you're doing things. One of the most frustrating things is when you get oh, out yeah. on the boat, and you come back, and your cooler's really light. You know, mm-hmm. you really want to come back with it being a productive day. Without a doubt. And I mean, Google Maps is one of your best friends in fishing nowadays. I always wonder Absolutely. if oh, yeah. the old yeah, We were just talking about it. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the big thing to do as well is take the time. 
Sure. And one of the things about the Florida Keys, and to keep it probably the most desirable fishing spot in the country, is taking care of it. Oh, of course. And so familiarize yourself with the waters. You know, you don't want to do damage to your boat. And you don't want to do damage to those flats mm-hmm. or reefs that you might hit sure. because that's where... That's our ecosystem. Our, yeah, that's where we got our fish. And I, I know now if you're going into the backcountry, um, FWC is requiring um, a test that I just took. Right. Easy test that has actually saved me, mm-hmm. you know, um, from doing something I shouldn't have, you know, because you now know... Oh, she had a lot of things it. of tests. Like yeah, that. yeah. It, it's easy. From it's still free have. right now. I think then it's going to be 50 bucks. But if right. you're going past the intercoastal yeah. on the bay side. You're required now. You're required right? to yeah. take it. And and it's not a hassle. It is a wealth of knowledge. It is a wealth of knowledge. So stuff like that, um, if I could just put that two sure. cents yes, in there, is, is just to protect it. And also, uh, um, I believe if you hit a reef, it's $1,000 a square inch. And if you hit Ooh. a flat, it's $1,000 a square foot. Wow. So definitely pay attention to your area and, and let the fishing be kind to you. Yeah, you learn, learn the waters. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, too, and I'm, I'm sure I've never gone up in the, the Vero area where you're from, but I, I boated a lot in Miami. The Keys are just such a different type oh, yeah. of water here. The mm-hmm. way that our shallows just come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. That, no, you know, a great pair of polarized sunglasses. You bet. And really understanding how our water depths change at yeah, the drop instantly. of a hat. Yeah, instantly. I mean, it... it, it the tide moves fast And here. even yeah. far offshore. This mm-hmm. is something a lot of people don't realize. They think, okay, I'm two and three miles, four miles offshore. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm clear. You can go to places like Grecian Rocks or Carries Fort mm-hmm. that you can, you know. Yeah, th- yeah, th- that, yeah. That's like almost coming right out of the water. Yeah, yeah. You certain don't, tides. Yeah, you don't want to make that mistake for, for the environment or your boat. Right. No, no. Um, but, yeah. But, but when you, if, if it takes time, when you get it, you know, you're, you're in God's country. Right. So, yeah, it's it's amazing. Now another type of fishing that I know you like to do as well, Heiko, is spear fishing. Oh yeah, love it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that because there's some certain regulations people aren't realizing about spear fishing here in the Florida Keys. Yep. The number one, and I see people do this all the time, is don't spear fish inside of John Penny Camp <laughs> State Park. <laughs> Absolutely, we all know that quite well. Please. <laughs> yes. Not at all permitted. <clears throat> yeah, you have to go south of Summerlin Key or not Summerlin Key, um, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Key. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you have to be, I think it's three miles or three nautical three, three miles. Na- and that's the other thing. Three nautical yeah, miles is something people get messed mm-hmm. up on as well. They think it's three miles. You've got to go all the way down to Long Key, three miles past Long Key, in order to spearfish closer than the three-mile radius. So mm-hmm. basically, when you get to Conk Key and places like that, that's when you can start pretty much spearing on the ocean side. Gulf side uh, and bay side has some own funky things, I think things you can't too. even spear in Florida Bay, I don't think you can spearfish at all. I think on the yeah. ocean, on the Gulf side, I think you can, but I think it's got to be nine miles. Or is it more than three? Okay. It's uh, <laughs> three, minutes, three minutes, three minutes, three miles, whatever it is, all three. Uh, every day. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a critical component when you're looking at spearfishing is knowing where to do it. And I think you're not even allowed to possess a spear gun in Everglades Park. No. So even if you're just driving through, yeah. can't have one on Suspicious. the board. Yeah. Put it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you know, one of the things that it, my wife went nuts. She saw you doing it, is you've got chum going in the water. You got all this stuff doing it while you're in the water spearfishing. Yeah. Well, when I lived in set Geiger- a set of stones on you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's weighs them down. Yeah. When, when I lived in Geiger Key, I was my buddy. He's more of a commercial fisherman, so right. he put me hardcore. He said, "We're getting a uh, cobia today," and I said, "Cool." So he starts chumming, and we had like thirty bull sharks behind the boat. He's like. <laughs> 
we're ready. Oh, man. And I'm like, what? Her He's like, there are, they follow the bull sharks around. Just shoot them off the yeah. back of the shark. And, yeah. And so I, I kind of got used to swimming with sharks through him. Good <laughs> good deal. I mean, I can swim through sharks, but uh, not with chum and stuff like that in the water. Yeah. That, that's that's pretty hairy. But I've seen you you know, in some of your videos do a great job in, uh, in, in get some great fish while you're underwater spearing them. Yep. Yeah, there's so many fish it's crazy and when you chum they come in and even like all the little uh, yellowtail snapper come in it's just fun to watch them all swimming behind your boat and it's just it's like a huge aquarium like 100 foot visibility off here in key largo most days of the year i would say now i know you do this little thing with your hand a lot of times what do you do when you watch his videos about spearfishing he does this little thing like you think it's like uh, jazz hands or something like that uh yeah what's going on with that when you do that if i have a big mackerel or something or a grouper swimming away from me or even a mutton snapper i'll wiggle my hands like this and it almost always causes them to turn around and look at me (laughs) and that's when i get them good 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 deal that's fantastic well harry i think you're giving me the high sign that we're going to go to another break here very shortly so folks i really appreciate you joining us we've got another segment that we're going to be doing here on tight lines the florida keys fishing show hang on we'll be right back Hello, this is Michael Marinelli from American Caribbean Real Estate, and today I'm coming to you from Lean Thrift in Key Largo. You're basically one-stop shop for everything that you need, last-minute vests, uh, fishing poles, rods, reels, snorkels, uh, fins, whatever you need, they've got it. Gently seasoned uh, items that you can buy secondhand that are at great, great prices. So instead of maybe going to one of the big stores and dropping a ton of cash, why don't you check out my friends uh, Carolyn and Justin here. They can hook you up with whatever you need. Let me take you inside. Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your real estate comp featured property. Today, spotlighting 125 Venetian Drive in Isla Mirada. Here, you can enjoy the phenomenal Isla Mirada lifestyle in this just-built waterfront home. Everything's new. Three bedrooms upstairs and a separate guest suite downstairs. Exceptional features include stunning granite kitchen, veranda, sumptuous master bath, and a homeowner's park with its rare sandy beach. This is your bucket list opportunity. For more information on this home and other power buys, contact me at 305 305- 439-7730 and visit my award-winning Florida Keys lifestyle blog at therealestatecomp.com. Hey there, and welcome back to Tightlines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show, broadcasting here from Isla Morada, the sport fishing capital of the world. We've been talking a lot of great stuff from where to go fishing, what type of boats you're using, and, and just a whole bunch of great stuff about how to get on the water and catch some fish. And I've had some great guests with me who you're going to start seeing a lot of as we progress with this show. And Heiko Winkler, tell us a little bit more about your fishing channel on YouTube. How can people find out more about you? All right, so my fishing channel is the South Florida Fishing Channel. I'm pretty easy to find. I think if you just search South Florida Fishing, it's, it's just all my videos pop up. So that's probably the easiest way to find me. I also have a website, southfordafishingchannel.com, where I put some stuff on, but mainly through YouTube 
if you want to watch my videos, that's where you go. Awesome. You have a side thing that's going on, too, the Enslow. Tell oh, us a little yeah. bit about that. Enslow.com. This is kind of a company that my brother and I, we've been running for forever, it seems like. And it started as a more of a software development marketing company. And we've mm-hmm. kind of just been branching out into all sorts of different directions, um, content creation and marketing and getting it out there and uh, doing all sorts of things for both ourselves and for clients. Well, wow, that's fantastic. And how can they reach you on regarding that type uh, of business? Enzlo.com. Enzlo.com. E-N-Z-L-O.com. Awesome. Cool deal. So what's next coming up for your channel? What have you got coming up in the next uh, several episodes or so? Well, What's I, on tap? I'm back back in Key Largo. Because so, you, know, uh, you were gone for a while. Yeah, I was gone for about four or five months. Right. And everyone on my channel was starting to freak out. And I, <laughs> I knew it was time to come back to the Keys and get back on fishing and I think I, this year I really want to focus on more um, spear fishing. I okay. Just, I just got two bows, so I nice. want to start some bow fishing. And I think you got Ooh. a trident the other day too, didn't I, you? <laughs> I got a trident from Manny. Nice. Greg from um, Wild Boys. Yeah. And it's a custom-made trident, and I told him I was going to get a swordfish with it. <laughs> so, And I uh, also told him I was going to do a little more hunting, but, uh, you know, the Keys isn't the easiest <laughs> right. place to yeah. hunt. Because <laughs> you do some hunting, yeah. you do some hunting yeah. videos too as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I stick them in here once in a while. Well, that's, that's, oh, that's awesome. Well, great. We'd love, love your content can't wait to see more things uh, that are coming up and so glad that you're being a part of this show this is awesome i love your uh, expertise and your viewpoint and everything along those lines Phil, tell us what you got coming up soon. Because you got a lot of great stuff that you're doing and also stuff that you're going to be bringing to our show. Oh, man, we're going to be bringing so much. Um, you know, a lot of the guides that I get to work with, um, we're going to be bringing them in here. Oh, cool you know? And so this is going to be literally just skimming the cream right off the top. I mean, the stuff that these people can tell us about fishing in the Keys. I mean, if we want a how-to, right. I mean, these are people that have 30, 40 years' experience, if not more here, right. you know. Um, a lot of them have fished with everybody, people, names that you guys may know. Um, and uh, then we'll be doing some segments as well. You know, I'll be bringing in a lot of how-tos, basic stuff. You know, you moved here. Where do I start? That's just Let's what talk we, about leaders. About. Let's yeah. talk about hooks. Let's right. talk about jig heads. A lot of it... Um, we might even go out and do some filming with ourselves. Damn right. Of, All right. We've told you this. <laughs> yeah. Now let's try and show you how to do it. Um, and a lot, of my own ex- yeah, a lot of my own experiments. You know, uh, we, you know, I started uh, Salty Coffee Productions, and that's essentially just going to be a hub for wherever these sort of educationally-based videos go. Right. Um, and... Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. You can find it at saltycoffee.com. Right now, it's commercials. I do Personally, I do a lot of commercials for Charter Captains, so wow. I go out with them. I spend right. a day on the water with them, with clients, without sure. clients, um, and I film what they do. Right. And so then they're able to solicit that to anyone coming down here that sure. wants a good fishing thing because a lot of it, you know, it's word of mouth. Right. A lot of people this day and age, especially as you know with the YouTube generation, mm-hmm. is that you want to see – what my experience is going right. to be. And so, uh, you know, a lot of them, hopefully we'll be able to, actually, I know we'll be able to bring them in, uh, speak with them. Some little tutorials I'll bring into this. Um, bone fishing, let's say, with artificials. That is great. We can get people in if you guys want to do a fly segment. Really excited. Um, we can get some fly guys in. And, and, yeah, choose a species, make a day of it, you know. Um, yeah. We're here. I'm in the thick of it. Yeah, you're right across and the street. That's exactly yeah. it, you know, and so are they. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm out there putting it to the test, and, and we'll definitely do that. We'll bring the GoPros that, that out and, and, and make our own little segments. I think that sounds cool. like a lot of fun. And I think one of the reasons you're, you're so great at doing a production, one thing I'm going to let people know that you might not be aware of, you're a heck of an accomplished musician, let me tell you. There, uh, there's a long history behind yes, that. Yes, yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, and, yeah. and can I say also, uh, mm. for folks, and depending on when this is airing, I'm not sure, quite sure this is our first episode, but... Um, 
Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. You are going to be doing uh, Radio A1A. We do yeah. uh, what we call Radio A1A live sessions. And uh, it's broadcast right here live from Heartbreakers Brew House. We have, I don't know if you can see it in the shot here, but we have a great stage set up. And we've just been getting some phenomenal talent. And what we've been doing over the last several months is broadcasting uh, live segments of these musicians. Think of it in a way as the Keys version of Austin City Limits. <laughs> Wouldn't you say a little bit? That was the, very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of feel. And we're really, really honored that you're going to be doing this this Wednesday Yeah, night. no, I was a Nashville cat before this. I yeah. did session work up there, ran my own band, yada. So this won't be my guitar playing as much more of the songwriter side. but um, Which is what we like. It's all, oh, absolutely. It's all originals mm-hmm. that we love to have here. Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, there is a burgeoning scene starting here which is which is very cool but yeah music's the only thing that takes me off the water but it was the water that brought me out of nashville and it's in fishing wherever i've gone you know whether it's stripers in the chesapeake if it's Mm -hmm. trout or bass in the hills of tennessee i mean i've done right you know trout fishing in the vosges mountains of france you know uh, mosquito lagoon you know down here it's all music's always the other oh yeah yin to the yang so yeah i'll be doing it you know it'll be cool same here music runs in our blood i know Mm -hmm. same harry myself that's that's our thing we just get these side gigs that happen that get in the way of music yeah yeah (laughs) along those lines but we're really excited to see uh the stuff that you're going to bring to the table oh we're going to have fun and heiko i hope you'll be joining us as much as possible when you're not on the water love your perspective and uh you know everything that's going around uh the what, what you're putting together but um you know, that's one of the reasons we're putting this show together, folks, is so that you can get a feel of what to do to get here on the water when you come down here to the Florida Keys or if you're already here in the Florida Keys. Uh, whether you're someone who's really seasoned and would like to uh, hook up with one of these guys or one of the captains that are out there or mm-hmm. come out to some of the seminars Absolutely. that you're producing yeah. um, or even just come out here to uh, the brew house on a Wednesday night. This is what we're trying to do. Is It's one of the great things about the Florida Keys is the sense of community that we have here. Uh, I've been fortunate. I grew up between here in Miami. Uh, mm. Loved it. I spent 10 years in California, and I couldn't wait to get back here to the Florida Keys because I missed the water here. I went in the Pacific uh, maybe three times in 10 years. It was too damn cold. So cold. I, I'm, yeah. used to our, <laughs> I'm used to our water here, you know, and I love being out on the water here. I learned to snorkel here, learned to dive here, and this is uh, where our roots are, and I'm very privileged to be able to impart that sense of our lifestyle to our potential clients and to you, our, our viewers, and, and if you're listening, to our listeners. And with that, um, you know, one of the, the things that I'm going to do, I'm going to do a selfish plug. I am in the real estate business. And one of the cool things that I wanted to do with this show is also, Mary, okay, great. You're doing this type of fishing. Well, where would be a good type of home to be if you're looking at what is a good type of neighborhood? So if you're looking to get out on the open water over here, mm-hmm. uh, and you have a, would like a really nice home, there's an area called White Marlin Beach in Lower Matacumbe Key, which is part of the Isla Morada chain. Isla Morada is four islands that make up uh, Plantation Key, Windley Key, Upper Matacumbe, which we are at right now, and then also Lower Matacumbe. This property is in Lower Matacumbe. The homeowner's park has its own white sandy beach. Are we, do we have some... Um, uh, graphics that we have here of a home that Venetian. Yes, this is a property at 125 Venetian Drive in White Marlin Beach. I think we've got some graphics going on there. This is a phenomenally beautifully built property. It's just been completed. It's currently available for a million one seventy five. 
It's got three bedrooms upstairs and a full guest suite downstairs with 70 feet of dockage. This property's never been lived in. It's just been completed, just got its CO. It has a metal roof. It's got impact glass. It's got a gorgeous kitchen. And as I mentioned, it's part of this great homeowners association that if you uh, are a member, it's optional. But if you do, you've got a white sandy beach to enjoy, which is a rarity here in the Florida Keys. Uh, and the dockage is great. You come out. If you wanted to go open fishing, you can go turn around, go through Channel 5, and you can get out to great fishing gowns on the ocean side. Or if you wanted to backcountry fish, you could do that as well with your proximity to Florida Bay straight out the channel. So you got a lot of different choices. As I mentioned, it's a 125 Venetian Drive in White Marlin Beach. It's currently available for $1,175,000. If you'd like more information on this or any other homes here in the Florida Keys, give me a call, 305-439-7730, or you're welcome to visit my award-winning Florida Keys real estate and lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. And I've also recently just put together my own uh, YouTube channel called, and you can go there, at conktube.com. So conktube.com, that'll take you to my station. I really appreciate everybody joining us today. Yeah, you um, bet. You know, Phil, yep. uh, Heiko, really appreciate you joining us on our maiden voyage. Mm-hmm. Hi, Harry, thank you so much for manning the controls. Yeah. We look forward to seeing you next time on our next edition of Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show. Thanks again, and I wish you tropical vibes. <laughs>